0: You for listening to this message from the North I mean everybody's good right we could just go home after that my gosh we had half Woo, goodness we had gracious to I told Pastor Jimmy I wanted to preach first and then worship later but man am I glad Holy Spirit took us in another direction Woo. Woo. wow oh man. Uh, all right, I'm going to start this a little differently than most times because today's a very special occasion for me and That's right. Jess. She's already been embarrassed once by coming up here, so I won't do it again. But this was something that uh, I wrote in my journal this morning because I was just trying to study a little bit more on what to bring to you. And this is, this is what the uh, Holy Spirit really wanted me to say, first and foremost, to my beautiful bride. It was 12 years ago today. Come on, come on, son. We stood in front of family and friends and professed our love for one another. Yes. Taking vows of covenant to one another and to God. I stood on a stage with some of my closest friends and family behind me as I watched the doors in the back open up and you step forth in radiant oh. beauty, arm in arm with one who had sworn to protect you and be by your side from the moment he met you. My heart was so full. I felt as if it might burst. My eyes filled with tears and my knees began to shake, hands sweaty, you walking towards me. And in my mind, over and over, the closer you came, I had to remind myself, this is real and this is happening finally you took your final step to the stage where a question was asked who gives this woman and in the next moment it was my honor to come and take your hand and walk you to the center where we would gaze at each other hand in hand and speak vows to one another vows of love and commitment to each other and to God. Thoughts of life together looked so different then, but yet all the same. From then until now, a journey was started back then on October 2nd, 2010. And the journey continues today, October 2nd, 2022. come on, come on. Looks a little different now. Some still with us who were there that day and some not. We've gained a few here and there along the way. Our house has grown from two to six. Our house has gotten a little tight over the past seven seven years. Oh, but it's just another part of the journey. What God has intended for us next will be just as amazing as what he's as what he's already blessed us with this far. No matter how far, how big our new house is, or how much property we have, one thing will remain the same. It will be full of love, full of joy, full of smiles, full of laughs, and full of family, full of Holy Spirit, and full of me and you. Come on. Come on, Kurt. In the words of our song, I thought I loved you then. I love you, Jessica. Shh. now we can go home (laughs) oh man wow um i don't think it's gonna get very dry after that all right so i had a lot of different things that i could have felt that i could have preached on and uh (coughs) holy spirit Just like this evening, all over the place. Um, So tonight, I don't want this message to come across as one that I want you to come back next week. This is more of a message of I want you to invest deep roots into what this family really represents. And as I look around the room, it's mostly family, and even if you're not, you're family. Even if you're not... A regular comer. So, Holy Spirit laid on me, Galatians 5, uh, 1 through through 14. And I'll just read through and then we'll see where it goes from there. It's titled, The Life of Freedom in the uh, Passion Translation. And Paul says, let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free. Not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. We must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into bondage of our pasts. I, Paul, tell you, if you think there is benefit in circumcision and Jewish regulations, then you are acting as though Jesus, the anointed one, is not enough. I say it again empathetically, if you let yourselves be circumcised, you are obligated to fulfill every single one of the commandments and regulations of the law. If you want to be made holy. By fulfilling the obligations of the law. You have cut off more than your flesh. You have cut yourselves off from the anointed one. And have fallen away from the revelation of grace. But the Holy Spirit. Convinces us. That we have received by faith. The glorious righteous of the anointed one. When you're placed into the anointed one. And joined to him. Circumcision. And re- religious obligations can benefit you nothing. All that matters now is living in faith that is activated and brought to perfection by love. Before you were led astray, you were so faithful to Messiah. Yeah, come on. Why have you turned away from what is right and true? Who has deceived you? The one who unfolded you into his grace is, now, is not behind this false teaching that you've embraced? Not at all. Don't you know that when you allow even a little lie into your heart, it can permeate your entire belief system? Deep in my heart, I have faith that the Lord Jesus, the anointed one who lives in, us, in, in you will bring you back around to truth. And I am convinced that those who, have agita- that who agitate you, whoever they think they are, will be brought under God's judgment. Dear friends, why do you think the religious system persecutes me? Is it because I preach the message of being circumcised and keeping all the laws of Judaism? No, not at all. Is there no longer any offense over the cross? To tell you the truth, I am so disgusted with all of your agitators. I wish they would go even further and cut off their legalistic influence from your lives. Man, oh, that's good. Beloved ones, God has called us to live a life of freedom yes. in the Holy Spirit. But don't view this wonderful freedom as an opportunity to set up a base of oppressions in the natural realm. Yeah. Freedom means we, that we become so completely free of self-indulgence that we become servants of one another, expressing love In all that we do, for love completes the laws of God. All of the law can be summarized in one grand statement: demonstrate love to your neighbor, even as you care for your for and love yourself. And as I read and studied that, I began to think of what was presented to us last week, as Prophet Mike brought the word on the simplistic simplicity of the gospel and sometimes how complicated we can really make it. Yeah. And before that, we were given a little boost, a little promotion from the father of the house who said it's graduation time. And for most of us, it's, where do we go? Give me direction. For some of us, myself included, because I was the one pulled in the office, There was a hesitation. There was a moment, a split second, where I don't know, man. I don't know. This is real. This is real. Graduations come to us, family, and some of us were looking. What door can we get out of? Where can we go? And it's not that we're closed in and we're boxing. We can't go anywhere. The doors are all open. Go. come on. You're not under any contract. You never signed a membership paper. Ooh, but as each and every one of us hear that statement of graduation and promotion, there's someone who did sign the line. There's someone who did die for us. That's right. yeah. But he's no longer on the cross and he lives again. That's right. This isn't, this isn't, a sermon on death. It's a sermon on promotion, resurrection, moving forward. Yes. Come on, man. As I read that letter to my bride that I wrote this morning in devotion. Man, if you saw where the journey started. Come on. If you could have peered into our marriage the first six, eight years even. Even when we were in this house. It was not reflective of glory. Come on, Kurt. There were times where she should have walked away. There were times when most people would have said, I'm done. From the drunken, belligerent Marine, who she would go in the bathroom and hide behind a closed door, and I would rip it down. I would turn it to toothpicks just to stand over and say, why are you running from me? Because my heart didn't understand the passion and the love that she had for me and has for me and in maturity I'm beginning to see that. I'm beginning to see to see a spirit in my wife that refuses to give up what most people would and should when logic has no weight man come on Curtis yeah. When statistics have no weight. I'm telling you, I'm so unbelievably thankful that God gave me the woman that He did. There is no other person on this earth that could fill her shoes in my life, ever. She's not just the mother of my child but she's the woman that I've been devoted to for 12 years. And even before that, people told me I was crazy because I'm only in my 20s. I'm 21 years old. I'm 20 years old when I got down on one knee. You're rushing this. You're going, you're, you're going too fast. Statistically, it should have been over within the first two years. Come on, buddy. Come on. Most m- Marine friends of mine laugh and joke and at the time it made sense when they would hear her in the background and call me to catch up why wow, you guys are still together, huh? Yes we are. <laughs> yes we are but they knew the marriage that started. They knew the fights because it happened out in public. It wasn't just behind closed doors. But man if they got to see what it looks like now. It's not perfect by any means. We have come an extremely long way, extremely far away, yes. from 21-year-old Curtis Biltz and 20-year-old Jesse Abbo to now, 33. She's still 32. Mr. and Mrs. Biltz. Right. right. <laughs> This this graduation and this promotion is such a good thing. And I believe we see it as a family. Yeah. I really do. So this isn't a correction at all. It's more or less a son that had a little bit of fear in his heart when a father said it's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. And the best way I can explain this to you is this week. I got home. Coulter's playing with a buddy down the street. Wyatt's kind of like, what do I do? We're going to learn to ride a two-wheeler, Wyatt. I didn't write it on the calendar. I didn't set a, a time slot aside. Oh, good. Yeah. I said, hey, Wyatt, you want to take the training wheels off today? Whew. Yeah, Dad. I don't know if I can, though, because I just, oh, boy. And he start, I could see it on his face whoo, uh, yeah, you want to ride a two-wheeler like Coulter, right? Yeah, I do, but, you know, the, the, the training wheels help keep me up, yeah. you know? I, I want to go, I want to ride down the street, but I just, I don't know, Dad. And I got the wrench out, and I said, well, it's happening, buddy. Yeah. What do you think? And he didn't know, but he didn't give me a no. I'm not doing that, Dad because in his little heart he knew it was time yeah. it's graduation day right. it's promotion day yeah. it's okay to know that the training wheels are coming off and you might even fall over actually you're going to fall over right jen jen's cheering us on as we're running down the street i wasn't ignoring you my focus was on him anyways we're sprinting up and down the street and there was times where i'm holding him i'm catching his shoulder And then there was times where I said, hey, Wyatt, you're getting a little better, buddy. Daddy's not gonna hold on so long, okay? I'm right here. I'm right here. And I'd let go of the seat, and man, he would get going, and he would get going, and his butt would start sliding off the seat, and he's hanging on, and he's riding it out. But I knew where he was going. I was praying I knew where he was going. Lord, please let him go to the ditch. The ditch is soft, The grass is soft. And there was times he went to the ditch and there was times he meant the asphalt. But every time he fell, I'd come running up to him. I'd grab him. I'd pick him up. Sometimes he wanted to get a little emotional. He scraped his knee a couple times. Hey, 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 hey. We're all right. We're all right. We're going to keep going, right? Yeah, dad, yeah. I'm okay. I'm all right. All right, all right. Let's go. Hop back on two days. Wyatt's riding a two-wheeler. Joey Joey got a video. Send it to me. He's riding a two-wheeler. He does better downhill than he does uphill, but (laughs) another example I can give you is a couple weeks before that, I've made it a point that when I'm in the woods, my boys are in the woods. We have a a, a blessing to be able to go out into the woods whenever we want. And I've made it a point to take them with me. And with this next story I'll share, it's a little more than just graduation. It's a little more than just promotion. We're headed out to the woods. Coulter, me, Coulter, and Wyatt. Levi's still a little. He'll be out there before I know it, but... Me, Coulter, and Wyatt, and we're trucking through the field. Doves are popping up left and right. They're shooting them. And uh, we get to the tree line, and I've got a tree stand set up right on the property line, right on the corner. That's my first tree stand I ever put on that property. Before I was actually even married. And Coulter says, Dad, I think it's time I sit in the tree stand by myself. Because we are just going out to check tree stands, hang a camera, sit for a little bit. And he said, Dad, I think I'm seven years old now. And uh, I've climbed up there a lot of times by myself. And I think I can sit for a little bit. And I said, OK, buddy, you know, that." You're okay with I'm going to leave. Yeah, Dad, that's fine. Okay. Climbs up in the tree stand. Wyatt's standing here next to me. I look up. I say, hey, Coulter, do not move until I get back. Yes, sir. Yes, Dad. I say, it's going to be a little while. Okay, no problem. No problem. Wyatt, Wyatt and I make it a little deeper into the woods Find a good spot. I want to hang my camera. I got lots of signs. Hang the camera up. Me and Wyatt cut back through the woods. My stands are set up in strategic spots, not just for deer, but so that I can access them easily from one another. Me and Wyatt make it to the buddy stand. Wyatt goes up first. I come up, I sit down, and we just sit. Some of you know what this is like, and some of you have no clue, and that's okay. This is like your favorite spot to wake up in the morning and have a cup of coffee. It's like your favorite spot to go for a peaceful walk. It's like your couch that sucks you in, and you don't want to move. If I can relate in any way, shape, or shape. And me and Wyatt are sitting there, and we're enjoying the quiet for the most part. Oh, it's a squirrel. It's a black squirrel, Dad. It's a black squirrel. All right. Dad. Just a chipmunk. Just a chipmunk. Good, Wyatt. Hey, Dad, are there bears in these woods? <laughs> Do bears climb trees, Dad? Yes, they do, Wyatt, and they're getting closer and closer every year. So maybe they get close enough we might get a season. Anyway. So like I said, we were quiet for the most part. And I took my phone out, checked the time. We were working on 45 minutes. And I knew something was gonna happen. One of two things was gonna happen. I was gonna hear a lot of crashing and a lot of sticks breaking because someone was going to try and make his way to me. Or I was going to hear a voice calling. And I actually didn't even hear the voice. Wyatt heard it. He said, Dad, Coulter's yelling for you. So I got real quiet, and I heard just very quietly. I could hear in his voice as he's calling me. He's trying to be quiet, but call me. He has no clue where I'm at. Now you're dead. And I'm like, oh man. I look down at my, my phone. We're in a little over an hour. Dad. Dad. I could hear it in his voice. Oh man. If I walk over there, We'll be lucky if these woods aren't flooded by the time I get over there because he's (laughs) got to be sobbing. I say, Wyatt, it's time to go, buddy. Let's go. We climbed down out of the stand, and it's getting louder and louder. Like I said earlier, my stands are set up strategically so I can get to them quickly. A, because there was a time where my dad was still climbing up in a tree stand. He no longer does that. Praise God. And I needed to get to him quickly. If at all possible, because a seventy-some-year-old man climbing up a tree stand, there's a reason he no longer does that. He he gets out in the woods. But Dad, I can't stand here and watch you. Maybe not go up all the way. And if you come down, I'm gonna try and catch you. That's right. And you're over 200 pounds, and that's a lot of force coming down a tree. (laughs) I'm gonna do my best to Superman and fly up and catch you, but guess what? Inertia works, and we're coming down, and I'm gonna get splattered. So, Dad, we're buying you a big old blind, and you're not climbing trees no more. Okay. So me and Wyatt climbed down the tree, and we start walking over. And I did not rush. I did not run, because I knew he hadn't moved, but he was scared. And I could hear it in his voice. So we walked. This stand is straight up behind the other stand. So it's a straight path. And I came up behind the stand and I stopped just to where he could see me. And he locked eyes with me around the tree. <laughs> and I said, hey, you all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, quiet down. I'm right here, buddy. Okay, 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 all right, all right. Come down, come down. There's a tree laying down right behind the stand, probably 10, 15 yards. And I sat on the tree. And Wyatt Wyatt sat on this side. Coulter sat in the middle. And before I said anything, I said, now Wyatt, I had to warn him about the brotherly love that was about to occur because I could tell that little brother was about to antagonize big brother because big brother was crying. So I had to break it down. Listen, Wyatt, how old are you? I'm five, Dad. I'm five. So you tell me in two years, where are you going to be? I'll be seven. You going to be ready to sit in tree stand by yourself when you're seven? Yeah, I think, yeah. I said, okay, well, Let's try to remember this in two years when daddy walks away from you and you're in a tree stand and you might get upset. We're not going to make fun of big brother right now because I am not ashamed of big brother. Come on, man. I am not mad at big brother. Come on. I know 20 and 30 year old men on, that would not sit in the woods by themselves for an hour. Big brother just proved something to us that he was willing to do something and get to the point where he didn't know where daddy was, but he didn't move. He remained seated and he remained still. And as he called for dad, dad came. Yeah. And I had to reassure him, Coulter, where do you think daddy went? I don't know, I don't know. You know where all the tree stands are, right, Coulter? Yeah. If you had to guess where me and Wyatt could go to sit together, where do you think I went? The buddy stand, Dad? You're right. Can you tell me where the buddy stand is, Coulter? Straight back there. You're right. So how far was Daddy? Not very far. I said, don't look down. I'm not mad at you. Oh, man, I'm good. not mad at that's you, good, Coulter. Right? That's yeah. good. I just want you to know that when daddy told you that he would leave you in the stand, this was a test. And you did not fail. You passed. Yeah. Yes. And I am so proud of you, yes. Coulter. Right. I am so proud of you for sitting in the woods by yourself for an hour, quiet, I'm so proud of you. And then we went into where, what the woods mean for daddy. See, because it was in that tree stand that I prayed for a marriage that hadn't started. I prayed for a marriage that was in rocky water. Through the highs and the lows, I found God there. See, it was in that tree stand that I prayed for Coulter. And as we're sitting on the log and I'm explaining everything to him, I said, Wyatt, Coulter, this is where daddy comes to talk to God. This is where daddy comes to get alone and just pray and just have a conversation and give thanks. I said, what do you think daddy prays for? The big buck. (laughs) And I said, Coulter, you're not wrong. (laughs) But you're not 100% right either. (laughs) See, because as much as you think daddy comes out here and only prays for the big buck, Sometimes daddy walks out empty-handed, physically. But I go home to a house that's full of love. I've gone home and there's been another baby. I'm a blessed man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. See, daddy doesn't have to kill the big buck every time he goes in the woods because I don't only pray for just the big buck. Matter of fact, I pray for you, Coulter. Really, dad? Why'd I pray for you, buddy? And you know what I'm praying for right now? I'm praying for Stella's husband. Come on, come on. And as much as I want to joke and laugh about how he'll come along and he won't be good enough, it's real. That's right. When I go in the woods, I pray for my boys' wives. And I pray for my baby girl's husband. Yeah. And I pray that mommy and daddy have done a good enough job for them to remain. Yes. Give an example, Father, of what a marriage looks like, of what a home looks like. Yeah. Yeah. One that stays steadfast. One that stays committed to one another and committed to the Father. One that when promotion comes and graduation comes, even when that little bit of pressure comes and we want to step back, we want to pull apart, we remain and we stay. Because of Fathers and mothers and sons and daughters of this house. We remain. Because of all of you. That's why we're still here. Because of Pastor Jimmy and Tina. Is why we remain. The Biltzes have remained. There's been times where we felt like we're going to pull back a little bit. And there was something that said, just stay a little longer. Just sit a little longer. Come on, man. And there's times when you're going to have to call dad and you're going to have to call his name. And he's not going to just come running. He might actually take a little slower pace to get to you. But it doesn't mean he's not coming. Oh, right. You've heard the instructions of the father. Remain seated. Yeah. Don't move. He didn't say don't call out. If you need me, call me. Yes. Let me come to you. Come on, man. Let me find you. Because I know where I set, I set you down. I know where I put you. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. And if you need me, I'm, I'm within earshot. Yeah. I will hear you calling. And I will come. And I will reassure you. And I will lift you up when you feel like you've failed. When you feel like little brother's going to start antagonizing you. Dad shuts that down right now. Right now. And you know what? I wasn't wasn't even really mad at Wyatt because I knew it was going to happen. But I shut it down before it even started. And it's our responsibility as sons and daughters to have that faith and what I preached about the last first fruits, trust in Abba, trust in the Father, that he will answer, that he will remain. I think I'll close with this. This is my prayer time this morning in the lampstand service that I am beyond thankful for. Because as a maturing house, we've taken another step forward. Yes. We have. It's not to say that Sunday morning service is gonna be, it won't be a Sunday morning service. But we've been promoted to not only just 530 prayer but a morning prayer time, an oil pouring time yes. on Sundays. Yes. Yes. Because this is just my thought, so correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. As a community, as a state, as a nation, Christianity, need, Christianity needs this. Yeah. Yeah. They need a few who are willing to pour into the lampstand on Sunday morning. Yeah. A few who are willing to chase his face on Sunday morning. A few who are willing to go deep in devotion as a family and not just sit in a pew. That's right. Yeah, that's not just say, feed me. Right, right, right. Not just say, give me another nugget so I can make it from Monday to Saturday and hope that I get back here on Wednesday, maybe if I can make time. That's good. That's good, church. Good. The Church of America needs us, needs this. This is just as important, if not more important than 530 prayer. We've seen what 530 prayer can do. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen what 530 prayer can do. That's right. I can only imagine. Gosh, that was a perfect song tonight. Yeah. I can only imagine what Sunday morning lampstand services are going to do. Because you know what? There's gonna be times when we're still pouring into the lampstand and there's gonna be times when those church doors are empty and they're looking for the Applebee's and they're looking for the Rockneys, and they can just feel this drawing from a house yeah. that's still in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. That's still calling out for family members. That's still making declarations over the city. That's right, come on. And they'll come. There's going to be times when people walk through that door and we're all laid out or we're all sitting in our chairs and we're all praying and they're going to go, What is this? That's right. That's right. And you know what our job is? To remain. Yes. Yes. yes so good. Plain and simple to remain. So good. There's no need to jump up and run towards the door, or shake a hand. How you doing? Welcome. Come on in. Have a seat. Let Holy Spirit do that. That's right. Come on. That's right. Let Holy Spirit do that. A little bit of a rabbit trail. I'm sorry. No, it's good, It's, good. it's perfect. I titled this Kisses from Abba. Kisses from Abba are like never-ending flashes of lightning, full of power and full of love. Rolling thunders in the distance are Abba's heartbeat. As I lay my head on his chest, I am engulfed in fiery love. Burning from head to toe, Abba fans my flame with every breath he takes over me. As I fall into a deep sleep on Abba's chest, I become weightless, physically and spiritually weightless. There is no time frame of when to start or when to stop. Just a longing to go deeper, falling deeper and deeper in love. Pastor Jimmy mentioned this a couple times as I preached the message of tying and binding the hands of time. And I believe we can take it one step further as a house that no longer refer, refer, refers to hands of time so much. Come on, we've been taught to look at the compass but we can look at a compass wrongly too. See, if the hands of time have been bound, then so must my lost needle of my compass as it aimlessly searches for true north. And in finding true north in the heart of Abba the Father. Stop spinning, stop spinning, stop spinning. There is but one pull, one drawing. And that is the heart of the father, drawing and pulling his sons and daughters to him. Yeah. Mamatina wrote a song after I preached that message. And it was simple lyrics. <clears throat> Teach me proximity. Teach me honor. Teach me devotion. And then all three of those under that, squared and boxed in is love. Proximity brings love because it draws you to the heart of the father. Right. Honor brings love because it pours out everything you have at the feet of the Father. Devotion is love because I'm aimlessly devoted to you, Father God. Even when I miss it in, mor- in the morning, even when I miss it at night sometimes, he's still there for the walk. That's right. That's right. Come on. Even when I'm fear. In fear- Engulfed in fear and I'm sitting and I feel like I'm sitting alone. He's there. And it's as simple. Prophet Mike, it's as simple as just turning over my shoulder. I don't have to even stand up, to be honest with you. All I got to do is take a look. And there he is. There he is. So, family, as I said at the beginning of this service, my message tonight was not focused on bringing you back next week. Because, like Apostle has said, the Church of America has thought they've done a really good job at that, and they haven't. Travis, I'm not invested in you coming back next week. I'm invested and you making this a life. Come on, Curtis. Come on, Curtis. We have, a, we have more of a connection than just being schoolmates, man. Come on, man. You're supposed to be in this just as much as I am. <laughs> you have everything I have to change the world around you Come and the on. world within you, on, and you're doing it every single day, Come man. On. This house is proud of you. That's right, we love on. you. Yeah. Come on, Curtis. And I feel like you need to hear that more than just from da- the dad of the house, but from a brother, man. Yeah, come on. Yeah, thank you, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see you come through here, come my heart on, leaps. Come, man, yeah. come on. Can we just stand? Thank you for listening to this message from the North Gate. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.